Boys and girls, moms and dads, welcome back to Pin to Pin, the volleyball podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Tolman. To my right, as always, Danger Will. We almost Will, screwed that up the, on almost, this one. Yep. Yeah, Danger Will Robinson to my right here. Unfortunately for us today, we do not have producer Noah Cotterman with us. Where is he? He's in Phoenix. We are live. Kind live-ish. Of. <laughs> as live as we can be. We're live now. You're not listening to us live, but we are coming at you from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada in the Mandalay Bay. And, seventh uh, floor. Seventh floor, yeah. Facing a beautiful Allegiant Stadium. It's crazy. It looks like the Death Star. Probably on purpose. And we are here to... Uh, to do a little podcast, a little road show. This is different. Yeah. I like it. And I have to push the buttons and stuff since Noah's not here and whatnot, so... You're doing it all. Let's get this show rolling. <laughs> that was yeah, like a fast little guy there, so... Uh, you you should have... Oh, wait, yeah, then what would you hold? Yeah, uh, yeah the You don't microphone. have a third... Yeah. Right. I, I, see I need shit. a third arm, so... We're really excited to do this. It was kind of on a whim. We've talked about doing... Roach, oh, see, I got. I don't know how to hold my microphone. I don't either. I'm just. We're just doing it. Just All right. It like so, this. Um, we've talked about doing a road show for a while, and then uh, we just we, didn't know if logistically we could do it. But here we are. We're doing it. We think we are. Thank, thank goodness we didn't fly because I don't think this is possible when flying yeah. with our current setup. Right. We clearly don't know enough about. We brought most like, of our stuff. Our scale is too big. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. But we're we're excited to to get some stuff to you today. We're here in in Las Vegas for USA Volleyball's Boys Junior National Championship. Um, we've been here. This is now day three, and uh, we're getting ready for day four tomorrow, and then day five and six and seven and eight and nine. We're here for no nine, no nine. It's just I eight think days. I feel isn't? like it's a full nine days that we're here, but whatever. Oh well, because the first day we didn't play, but we we're here. Is it nine? So we get it's into a long nine time in days. Vegas. It is a long time, and it's a long time anywhere. But we're excited to be we're to with, be here we're with, with our, our boys. guys, we're with yeah. our girls. We've it's got the, stuff. the girls competing in Indianapolis, and the Shout guys out to our fifteen ones. Fifteen ones finished second in the national division. Got a little medal. Bring home some hardware. It's pretty cool. So it's hard to do. We've got uh, we've got some boys tomorrow who are competing in a in, for in the gold division. Our fifteens are in gold and as are our 14s, so they'll be exciting for them to see if they can also bring home some hardware. So That's always uh, fun. Yeah, winning is cool. What are we talking about today? Well, that's just funny that you bring that up. I just said winning is cool. We're actually talking about the opposite of that. Yeah, because losing sucks. It does suck, yep. but... But how do we handle it? It's part of what we do. It's part of our it sport. Is. It's part of every sport. It's part of life. It's part of life. Something that we, um, that we talk about a lot. We do a lot. If you coach and play long enough, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're yeah. going to lose matches yeah. that don't matter. You're going to lose matches that matter. Even Oof. even the greats, like you look at like a Tom Brady type. Lost to Eli Manning twice. Tom Brady? He yeah. did. <laughs> and Eli has a, I saw a stat the other day, a 500 record on his career. He beats the greatest quarterback. Of all time. Of all time right. twice. The greatest athlete of all time. Sure, I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's an argument for a second dinner. Yeah, we're not there yet. We don't know how to do second dinner yet. Well, this is close though. Close-ish. We just we're we, filming at six thirty. We don't know if we second can. second dinner is about five hours from now. Yeah. Four or five hours. Can we bring all of this equipment into a restaurant? Hey, Johnny Rockets. Um, <laughs> can we can we uh, record a podcast? Uh, so let's let's dive right into it. Um, let's see here. We got so so Noah's not here, but we do have a sound for Noah. 
That's yeah. for you, Noah. That's that's a shout out for our producer Noah and his trivia. Last episode, he talked about the the question. Read the question for us, Willie. Who is the men's pair all time leader for wins in beach volleyball? FIVB and AVP. So lots of winning, which is a great topic. Great question for our topic. These guys didn't lose a lot. No, but they did lose to the greatest of all time, which is funny. He's not on this. He played with them. Yeah. He played with them. Okay, so who do we got? We got Randy Stoklos and Sinjin Smith. Uh-huh. And how much did they win? They won 114 titles and 235 starts with 203 podium placements and 212 final four finishes. That's a lot of volleyball. Well, and it's, what's wild is Karch. Karch, I think, just had too many partners. Yeah, that's kind of what we But I'm just not thought. well-versed enough in the beach volleyball world yeah. to know this. I need my buddy like Dylan Cox or right. someone to... You know, we we yeah. figured Karch would be on there, but because he had different partners, he couldn't... It's a pair thing. So. And, and maybe maybe we got it wrong. So maybe this answer isn't right. But well, I feel confident. Noah's not here to help us, so... Yeah, we've, we're, we've, we, <laughs> we're lost. <laughs> we have no idea what to do with that, Noah. Uh, well... Yeah, so we feel we feel good about having Noah with us. Well, let's let's do another Noah sound. I love pushing that button. I might switch places with Noah. I love pushing the buttons. I've decided that's my favorite thing. What, and then what does Noah do? I, well, he could be the host. I'll just produce, <laughs> just even though I have no idea how to do that either. So yeah, we do need Noah. We miss you, buddy. He's coming tomorrow, so we're excited to have him, and uh, maybe we'll throw down another podcast here in Vegas while he's here. So. Um, might have a cool guest coming on or guests yeah that's we're hoping S. yeah yeah we uh we hope that uh you've been listening watching you know please leave some feedback comments um anything you want any questions that you have our show topic today actually came from some comments on one of our uh our latest episodes and uh so we're excited to talk about some of that stuff today um so if, you, if you're listening to us on Apple, I, I haven't, I guess I haven't explored if people can leave comments on that Apple or Spotify or I, have no idea. I don't know if they can either. I guess I That's should a look. Thing. That is a me thing. Yep. So um, if you do have comments, you can certainly lay those down on the old YouTube comment section. So that'd we be like cool. them. We read them. We get notified. We do. read them right away. We do. Yep. So um, we'll let's get, let's get our topic started with our quote of the day. Okay. Our show quote. And that comes from. Bear Bryant. The great Bear Bryant, football coach at the University of Alabama. Um, one of the greatest football coaches. You know how he got his name, his name Bear? Do you, do you know I this do story? I do not know. I think when that Bruce Arians documentary came out, like he's one of the coolest guys ever. I think he, he talked about it because they're like intertwined, but I, I don't Bear was like 12 and he was at the fair. And he 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 wrestled a so, bear. Is this a poem? What's, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. Oh, did I did it rhyme? Yeah, bear, bear was at the 12, fair. He was at the fair. He he actually wrestled a bear, lost a finger or something like that, part of a finger, and they paid him like two dollars. What a settlement! <laughs> no, no, like the, the I'm confused. Like from the fair, the fair was like, "Hey, you did it. Here's two bucks." Oh, it's classic Will Ferrell moment. <laughs> Just that like, really happened. That's the legend. Okay. As, and that's as how I, he got his as name. I understand so what's his it? actual name? Michael. I don't know. Okay. That's great. I can't believe I just said that on on, on our podcast. Michael Bryant. And it's not his name. Kobe. <laughs> not also not his name. <laughs> All right. But so the great bear Bryant. Losing doesn't make me want to quit. It makes me want to fight that much harder. So we're going to talk about losing. Uh, there's a cool, a cool, uh, gosh, I, see, I probably should prepare for this stuff instead of just throwing it out there. 
So there's a movie that was based on a Bear Bryant team that he's talked about many times. Um, he he took um, he took over a losing program. Had a bunch of guys. Basically, he took them to the like the the worst place in Texas for their football camp, and ran them into the ground. Make them feel and awful. And he came back with like thirty something guys, and those guys were the ones that survived. Yeah. And that's who we went through the season with. And they didn't they didn't win. He's like, we weren't great. Because I I loved that season because of what those fed them to the wolves. What those guys m- meant, right? What they were able to go through and you know, the stuff that they were able to accomplish with the the, the lack of talent that they did have. And they were just gritty, right? They were yeah. f- they were hard fought dudes. So Bear knows a little bit about winning and, and certainly losing and what you can gain Would from Would you say from he's that. like the the John Wooden of college football because, you know, Saban came after him. So it's yeah. tough. Like he was the, he's like an OG, right? Sure. I wish I knew more about college football, but yeah, I feel like bears probably Baron John Wooden could be, could be mentioned like in the same. Right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. There's Didn't been win some, as much, right? As um, John Wooden, but well, no one, no, no, nobody has. Al Skates. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so in the, in the men's volleyball world, Alan, yeah, Alan, John probably sitting there with all their trophies and same school. Uh huh. That's cool. No longer the conference of champions. champions, right? UCLA just announced the other day they're they're going to head over to the Big Ten, which is interesting as well. So that's a whole other topic for a whole other. Hey, day. we got it right. We just got we Didn't just got a it. message from Noah saying that our answer is right. There it is. Phew. In the middle of the show, that he doesn't know we're actually recording right now. It's He's almost giving like, us references right now. It's popping up. It's almost like he knows. He knows what's going knows. on. That's Good awesome. It, well, that's a producer for you. Yeah, just I mean the guy. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, first question. These these questions uh, again come from listeners. Um, listener, listener, Jen, Jen L- Lauer. How, how do you pronounce? Yeah. Lauer? Um, Sorry if we said yeah, that right? wrong. Great questions, which uh, we felt like needed to be addressed in an entire episode, as opposed to you know just in brief passing on another episode. So the first question, and this one's, I, I'm really excited for this question because we banter about this a lot. We do. I think most. Most sports people do. Don't let's let's try to keep it civil, okay? Of course. <laughs> do guys? Do you guys? That as us? That means us. Do us. we think wins define a great athlete? No, but it's not that easy, right? <laughs> like it's not. You know. You, no, but yes. You got like you got like the the Calvin Johnsons. You got the Charles Barkleys. You got the John Stockton, the Carl Malone, and it's like, though you can't tell me those guys aren't winners but timing is everything in sport and they had to go up against a guy that was better at winning than them <laughs> you know like oh, chris gosh. paul like chris paul like well, you're telling me chris paul is not a winner okay that that sucked so I'm, well, that's, that's, tough. that's still tough. a little yeah, sensitive yeah, as suns fans yeah um I, dude, this is a hard one for me because athletes play sports Right, mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that yep. the point of being athlete? Isn't that a point of using your athleticism? Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this, but yes. Okay, what what is the literal point of sports? To compete and win. To the, win. I mean, the, the result wise, yeah. To win, um, right? I think if you're, it I depends mean, Vince, on kind of what you're. Vince Lombardi once said, <laughs> "If winning isn't everything, why do we keep score?" Yeah, 
So the greatest athlete of all time, the greatest athletes of all time have to win. They have to be great and, winners. And, and usually what people say is they have to win the big one, whatever that is in their sport. Right. Right. That's even why. one, even just one takes off the, you know, all that pressure off their shoulders. You know, I mean, right. there was a long time there where a lot of people were like, LeBron's never going to win. And he finally and won, and, and it's like, wow, he's now. This is probably societal, right? Like you hear, you'll you'll turn on Sports Center, and it'll be like, oh, this is the greatest player to never have won. Yeah. Like Phil Mickelson for a long time was the greatest golfer to never win a major, and then he broke through and he won some or whatever. And but it's you know, I mean, you can have extreme athleticism like a Calvin Johnson, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can argue that that he's one of the most athletic human beings to ever walk the face of the earth but, but for he, some reason but the, the he, he couldn't put his team over the top but then we get to the conversation of that that organization not necessarily as far yeah that's w hard. wide receivers have our time yeah it's so that 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 question is undefined it's so <laughs> hard answer is undefined yeah. and but it I, depends on who you talk to it depends on what they think i mean i think we need to give a little more grace to athletes because just to say, you know, a lot of my friends are like, he never won, he sucks. Or, you know, like, no, he, yeah, like timing, Charles injuries. Charles Barkley gets like, a lot of crap. Charles Barkley is one of the greatest basketball players for his time. But he had to go up against, you know, Michael Jordan. Right. And Michael Jordan is greater. So it's tough. <laughs> it's and, a, and, and, one it's of, hard. and one of the greatest players in Arizona history, JT Hatch, had to go up against a really good Boulder Creek team. JT's still a winner. You know, like, but... Timing is everything. Yeah, like we live in a world that, that JT Hatch, a national champion with spiral volleyball, yep. right? We, we live in a world that he never won an, an Arizona State volleyball yep. championship. Or a natty, because and once again, he was going up against... Well, he one won of, the natty, the club natty, no, but I'm not saying, like UCLA, I'm UCLA right, right? I mean, he had to go up against these guys, like one of the greatest Long Beach State teams of all time. Right. Like, and that's timing. You know, like, yeah, he's even talked about it. It's like timing is it's 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 a, it's huge. It it's obviously. Beep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. A little dolphin sound for your swear word. No, I. it's but but winning is definitely what makes sports special. Right. Like, I mean, nobody. Nobody wants to nobody just goes out and plays to play like those are I play pickup basketball sometimes fat, old, out of shape. You know, I'll still I'll still cook a forty year old dude any day of the week, right? Just I'm money, right? And here I am talking about how great I am, yeah, because I love to compete. And yeah. you, and you go play those pickup games, and if you're playing with a guy that doesn't care if they lose, then why am I out here? Yeah, like buddy, go home. Yeah, I'm just trying to get in shape. Yeah, get in shape, have some fun, run up and down. But you better play hard because I don't want to lose. Yeah. So winning in sports is literally the point of it. So I do think winning defines great athletes um I, you know not it's not everything no and I, and we have to be careful because i don't think all ages are created equal with this right like if you're in yeah. new sports and the win at all costs right. idea like that's tough i agree because, with that because a, a player can lose a lot at 14 a lot at 15 a lot at 16 but then they can win a lot at 17 and 18 because of what happened to their right. past right well but even if they don't ever win it's set like let's say they just you know i mean let's say there's youth volleyball since we're a volleyball podcast i mean i don't know that defining these youth athletes with wins is is the way to go right no. we get we get great athletes all the time and that that play really hard and they they 
you know, they compete at a really high level and they, they make their teammates better and they, they do everything that as a coach you want them to do. And sometimes the outcome, a lot of times the outcome isn't, isn't what you're looking for because there's because because everybody's trying to win. Mm-hmm. We you and I talk about this a lot, right? That's what's we, different. You don't just get a win. No, no. Uh, and everybody everybody's trying to win. That's so a, I heard that from a from a Reed Pretty thing, and I think it was his his national team coach told him that. I yeah. think it was an Allen Knight, I think, or something like that. And when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like you don't just right. get to win. You don't just get a win. <laughs> so so then let's let's dive into what actually happens if when, you lose when you do lose, right? So what are some? I mean, from you know, losing, what comes from losing that you might not be able to get from winning? You've done this longer. I think you should go first. Oh, well, I mean, we've, and there's going to be like, what are the positives, positives of it? And then what are the negatives of it? You know what I mean? Well, the negatives are obviously the way you feel when you lose. Yeah. You got depression. Yeah. You got maybe Uh, anxiety in the future about what, what you can and cannot do. You don't trust your training. My you don't biggest, trust your teammates. Yeah. Like there's that stuff. My biggest problem is a, as a coach is that when, when my teams lose, I start to question whether or not I'm doing it the right way. Like, like are we training the right way? Am I teaching these boys what they need or girls what they need? Are we, am I running the right lineup? Did I, could I, you know, you start second guessing yourself. So, you know, I think f- the, the hardest part about losing is, is it can shake confidence. Yeah. You know, we teach our kids all the time, like, you, you, you can't lose confidence just because you lose. Yeah. But as a coach, you got to believe it, right? Yep. You got you to practice what you preach. Um, and, and, and so what can you get from losing that you can't get from winning? I think it's, um, I think you can understand, you have a better understanding of what it takes to win when you lose. You, you understand that you need to continue to work hard in order to get yourself to where you want to be to win. And I think you also have to understand that that's just kind of how sports is. Like when you win, you can't just always assume it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And losing yeah. same thing. Like uh, I do think p- kids get in ruts, right? Like, oh, we're just going to lose again. So why, yeah. why are we here? Yeah. Well, and losing <clears throat> breeds losing and mm-hmm. winning breeds winning. I mean, if you, if you look at, high school sports, college sports, it's, there's not much parody. Very seldom does this random team come out of nowhere. And that's because the culture in which past athletes have given to the future athletes. Right. And that's a, an ego, that's a, an aura, like we're going to win. And that is very, very powerful. Right. And, and winning is a behavior and losing is a behavior. Right. And you'll know if you go into the red zone and, or watch a match that's in the red zone and you see a team or two teams, you're going to know, okay, this team knows how to win and mm-hmm. this team knows how to lose. Like, and they, your they, true colors kind yes, of shine yeah. through in those moments yeah. of anxiety. Yeah. Sure. And that's where you either trust your training or don't trust your training. And it's hard, right? It's hard because then you get into a spiral sometimes and, and then you just lose, lose, yeah. lose, lose. <laughs> losing so losing's hard our title su- our title yeah. hits it on the yeah. on the head right losing, losing sucks. sucks you know so um i'll ask you this one i'm listening I, I already know my answer are there any losses that made you a better coach or player but but coach probably is the one i don't even i don't even think of myself as a player anymore <laughs> right right right. <laughs> I was like, all right okay so i'll play any- some time like <laughs> let's play some pepper you know let's, let's go out there pepper that's my playing um what do you think one that sticks out. We lost to this storm team all the time. 
the the Kate Grimmer team. Mm-hmm. And the, those those losses were good losses because they raised your standard as a team because you realize in order to beat those teams, you're, you right. have to be perfect. Right. Right. Um, but I don't have that one, like I haven't been doing this as long as you, right? So yeah. I don't have that one loss that maybe keeps me up at night or stings yet. Yet. And I know you do. I have a handful. Yeah. I was at actually... I think every single one, which is wild, because the first one... You're, you weren't at this one that I'm going to tell you about. Maybe I was. I don't think so. Dang it. Okay. Yeah, so this was in Anaheim. Okay. I was coaching girls' 18s um, in oh. 2018. This is Nationals, right? This is at Nationals. Yeah. So, uh, you know... Um, give, a, give a backstory maybe of the team. Yeah, yeah. So, um, great team, right? How many qualifiers did you guys go to? <laughs> We we went to well that year we won Nashville we went undefeated in Nashville I don't I don't think we even dropped a set I'll have to double check that but we didn't play great in Colorado I think we ended up getting fifth we double qualified we got third at at the Triple Crown you know in two years with these girls we we won three out of the four qualifiers that we went to literally first place medals and we were incredible those girls were incredible you know Anna Morse and. Naya Buckner and Brooke Nunaviller and Abby Hansen and McKenna Smith and, you know, Sailor Butters. and I mean, they were incredible. That group was just amazing. Um, and we went to Nationals, the third-ranked team in the country, with really high hopes. I mean, we were, we were very, very talented. And day one slapped us in the face a little bit. <laughs> you know, we went one and two on day one. It was like, oh, man, are we going to get out of this thing, right? We're just in a rut and you could feel it. You know, we could feel like it just, there was something different. We just didn't have that flow, that energy to the, to the game that we normally did. So we went to bed that night and th- okay. You went we, to bed? That's what I did sleep. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which <laughs> I've gotten pretty good at that, right? You get, you get to the point where it's like, okay, I got to yeah, go to sleep. Got to move on. But we went to bed that night knowing the next day it was going to be tough and, and that we had to win a match to get to the top half, right? To keep our tournament alive. Who was it against? <clears throat> Why can't I think of the name right now? Um, team out of out of Nor- Northern California. Um, Absolute? I think it was Absolute. Nah, but that doesn't sound right to me. <gasps> anyway, so uh, I, I should know this. Um, there was something different about the girls that day. I could tell there was more fight in them. And we went, uh, we went to three and I couldn't tell you the score because as soon as the match was over, I, I, it was, I was devastated. Um, and not, not, not for me, right? Like, you know, I was like, I'll be back here, which take that for granted, right? Yep. You might not ever be yep, back there. Exactly. But, uh, I, I remember just thinking, you know, I walked away and, 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 you know, we got in the huddle and our, we, our, our tournament was over, right? You yep. still had two more days, but and it's tournament was over. Um, cause you know, you show up, that's with, a whole, that's a whole nother podcast. A whole nother podcast how, do you, how do you keep your kids and coaches like yeah. working for something that is nothing? Yeah. So I walked away and I just, I mean, started spiraling, you know, and I, I found a little corner of the convention center all by myself and sat down and this wave of emotions just coming over me. Like, and then it just, I started thinking how to, where did it go wrong right like where did we where did we lose it what do you think and and I came to the conclusion that our preparation moving that you know that summer preparation just wasn't crisp enough 
you know, we, 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 Lackadaisical. Pra- we practiced and we had some girls miss here and there, whatever we typical summer volleyball yep. stuff, but we just didn't, we never quite competed at a high enough level throughout the summer before we got there to be really ready. And, and so I think I'm a better coach now because of that, that moment. Yeah. And, and that moment sticks with me. The girls came, the girls found me in my corner and they came over and we all had a moment together, right? Like pity party together. And then we all pulled ourselves up by the bootstraps and they, they played great from there on out. And, um, you know, I learned, not only did I learn that, you, you know, despite where you are in life, like we're going to finish 20, whatever spots yeah. below what we wanted, whatever it is, despite where you are, there's still things that you can be accomplished. There's still a grind. There's still, yeah, there's, there's still a reason to do it. Right. And so, and I learned that from those girls, they never quit. I mean, look, we're going to, they were fin- so upset. They were so mad, but, but and they weren't upset at coaches. Like, no, they, they just they, knew they knew like, I, when we Anna up, helped we, me with the, with regionals, we talked a lot. She's like, we like cried to Tolman. Like, we're so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's not your fault. Yeah, we were in it together. We really were. It was a really special group. But but I learned that um, that you can never you can never just rest on and, and you know these are things that you're supposed to know and you know or whatever. But you can't rest on what you've done. Mm-hmm. You can't assume you're always going to have it. And your preparation is really key. And then I also learned that you know I mean they're you, despite them looking like adults and acting like adults, these are still kids. Yep. And they, and they require your guidance all the time. And the minute you stop, the minute you kind of like, oh yeah, everything's fine. They're great. We're off we go. Is the, is the minute they'll snap you back in and like, Hey, by the way, I'm still 17 or 16. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Like I need you. So it was, it was pretty awesome. And I guess that takes us to our next question on how do you mentally fix yourself? You just, you just go, you you just don't stop. I think one of the coolest things about club volleyball that has some parallels in other sports, um, you can play the best team in the nation and go three, lose, and then you have to play the worst team in your pool, yeah. right? Like, and you, right. and you, and and what I tell, right what I tell my it. boys, like we we had a really good match at this tournament against Priva, good Puerto Rican team, mm-hmm. incredible, and we played well, and they they got on their high, yeah. And when those teams are on their high, watch out because yeah. they're going to be one of the best teams in the gym because their their team travels, they're fans trapped like they're yeah, they it's felt, electric right. it's electric I, right i was i watched that match yeah. you could feel it and and my my kids they worked hard they competed and then they have to play right, right away, away. <laughs> right right away. away against another good team yeah. in that instance and and you, you the way we just say is like you got five minutes guys you have five minutes and Recover. that's all i can give you because if i give you more than that we're just it's going to dwell you know get off your phones, talk to each other, like go to the bathroom, but you like, you got five minutes. I I, I haven't always been good at this. The recovery part, you know, like 2016 when I, my Desert Vista boys team lost in the state semifinals, you know, we, I, I, it was my last match at at that school. I knew I was moving and my, my wife, Katie always does it, tries to do a good job of like, it's okay. And try to find the positive, you know, and and I'm, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not nice. And she still loves me. It's incredible. I don't know. That's what they coaches. Wives are incredible. She's she's amazing. So that's, that's how you mentally fix yourself. Get yourself a great wife or husband, right? Significant other that can snap you out of it. Fix it for you. So, um, is it okay to be a sore loser? Absolutely not. Well, well, okay. I I didn't expect you to. No, absolutely not. What does it mean to be a sore loser? After, uh, yeah how you lose 
Like, uh, you just lost. How are you reacting after that loss physically, emotionally, towards the other so team? So what's not okay? Your teammates, blaming your teammates. Okay. I, well, what's so funny is at this tournament, we my team screwed up once because the other team wanted to shake hands and we're like, wait, we have like, we're just not used to it right now, right? right? Did a... Right. Uh, I wonder if the girls were shaking hands at girls nationals. I'll have to ask. Yeah. Interesting. But you know, it, it, so in, in that regard, I would say we lost wrong because we didn't respect the opponent that just beat us. But it's tough. That's like a gray area one because very gray because, because I think sore losing is gray. Uh, yeah. And I, it's, but I think you have to lose the right way. Right. Like I think the the Cam, o- Cam Newton comes to mind right away. Like, dude, you can't only, lose like that. I think the only way you become a sore loser is if your reaction to your opponent is bad. Not like, to your team. Well, not I, to your coaches. I said that. I said that not to your new, mom. I said that because I've had some gnarly kids. Instantly, I regretted super it. Super mean to their parents after, and like the parents are like, "What the heck? Like, I'm just here to support you." So, one of the one of the best players in Arizona. I'm not going to name him. I was. I learned on the boy side, I learned he was a sore loser and I was so surprised knowing his character and that affects how people view you. It absolutely does. And thank God he's, he's young so he can absolutely change upset because you lose is different than being a sore loser. Okay. So after he lost, he banged the ball, almost hit the ceiling, stormed off, didn't shake the other team's hand. Sore loser. Yes. 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 But like, there's no gray area there. (laughs) We talk about my own kids a lot on the show, right? So Garrick, Garrick's an emotional loser. He's an emotional winner. He's an emotional kid. Better at not. He has young fifteens and sixteens. Like Garrick, he has right, dude. Like no, I get it. Yeah, but it, but. But like this week, when he comes to nationals, if 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 he loses a match that he doesn't think he's supposed to, or whatever, an emotional match, and his mom comes up and tries to make him feel better, he ain't having it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily hate that. As his, as his father, I wish he would be nicer to his mother. But I think that other people should respect your own grieving process. I know. Sure. I know it's not. It's the you know. No, there's it bigger is. Things it's a grief. grief. No, it's yeah. a grief. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's why I think you you have give to. it its time and place. But like instantly, somebody's coming. Up, oh, it's okay. You'll get them the next. Time. No, no, no. Like leave me alone for a sec. Yeah, and right? that's what I've learned as a coach too. Is like the the end of like right after a match, you don't need to talk to them for twenty minutes. I talk significantly less after yep. a loss than I do a win. And and I think what we need to do as coaches is do the same thing every time. Because mm-hmm. that then is like if we're gonna if we're gonna talk after a match, I think the longest we've ever talked is like five minutes. You know, like yeah. it just can't be that long because then you're going right. to get in I, your feelings and stuff. I've learned that a long time ago. Yeah. Right? And you see these you see these coaches talk to their teams for like 30 minutes. You're like, oh, that's not good. Like, what are they saying? Oh, my God. There's <laughs> no way you're coming out of that. Well, those kids just start listening. Exactly. After a while, they just they're, right. they're, they're not they don't even listen in the beginning because they just they're they're bummed. They're mad. Yep. They're sad. Whatever it is. Right. And that's what I, once again, that's the, the sports different with that where you have to just come right back. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's the, the end. end of, yeah, yeah, but yeah. sometimes it's the end, right. and that's easier. Um, oh, I have, I've got a good one, and they uh-huh. were not sore losers. Our fifth, our 16s, that would have been Presley Anderson's group Okay. in New Orleans, played Casey Power, who had Madison Lilly, the future All-American setter at Kentucky. Yeah, gnarly. And they played a gnarly match against them, and they lost. And that was to get into gold, and that team won a lot in their career. 
Yeah. And they, the way they walked back to the hotel was like one of the most depressing things I've ever seen. It, and it's tough. It's, it's tough. And you know what? That's okay. And that's okay. But they lost right. They, it was not, it, 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 and I can totally understand that grief. You, we got two guys that just walked into our hotel room and they're like walking on eggshells. Guys, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. No, hey, McCall. <laughs> hey, Noah, Esteban. <laughs> Noah. Oh, come on. Give Alberta the right, the right welcome. Uh, all right. Well, so, hey, I loved it. Um, this was a great topic. Uh, thank you for the, the questions and the, and, and the, the ideas and, um, you know, I guess the moral of the story is, Hey, go out and be a good winner and a good loser. Yeah. If you're going to lose, I, that's something I tell all my teams, like lose the right way. And, and, and you got to win the right way, right? There's some yeah. winners. Oh that you, man, oh, it's shit. obnoxious. It might be worse. I, you know what maybe. I mean? I think you're right. Like yeah. we, we played a team this weekend and the kid was like rolling on the ground. Like, oh, hey, yeah, but don't like, do that. We're, we're playing for bronze. <laughs> right. You know yeah, what I mean? Don't like do you, we don't need to be rolling on the ground. <laughs> Well, it's, and, and that's for me, that's the part of this stuff, the winning, the losing with these youth players. A lot of it's why I do it. Those are the, the lessons that you can learn from both are incredible. You know, the, the, the moments that you share together, winning and losing are moments that you'll never forget and that you can't share in any other way. No, you know, you're not, that's a special connection, a special connection that forever and ever you're going to have. And so. Um, it's, it's the special part of sport. It, it's what I think it's what makes sport great. You know, as much as you hate losing that, the, it needs to motivate you. The, the, I think the best part about losing is the, is the, the euphoria of winning, right? Like, I don't think winning would feel as good if you, you didn't, didn't know, know the what negatives of yeah. felt like, yeah. and that's, that part's pretty, pretty special. So, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for listening to pin to pin the volleyball podcast. Follow us on social media at pin to pin, uh, Instagram and YouTube, and then find our podcast on Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. I keep combining those. Sporfy. I think that's Sporfy. Spotify, uh, Google, uh, Apple podcasts. Um, yeah, we got more content coming your way. We appreciate your support and, uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Peace.